Chapter five of the Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred, part three. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Memoirs of Chateaubriand, seventeen sixty eight to eighteen hundred, part three. By Francois Rene de Chateaubriand, chapter five. London from April till September, eighteen twenty two. I emigrate with my brother. Adventure of St. Louis. We cross the frontier on the fifteenth of july at six in the morning we got into the diligence my brother and i had secured places in the coupe beside the driver the valet whom we were supposed not to know ensconced himself in the body of the carriage among the other travellers st louis was a somnambulist he used to go to fetch his master at night in paris with his eyes open but sound asleep he undressed my brother and assisted him to bed still fast asleep and replied to everything that was said to him during these attacks je sais je sais the only way to waken him was to throw cold water in his face he was a man about forty nearly six feet high and as ugly as he was tall the poor man had never served any other master than my brother and was impressed with a profound respect for him and he was terribly disturbed when at supper he had to sit at the same table with us his fellow-travellers talking patriotically of hanging up aristocrats a la lanterne increased his terror and the idea that after going through all this he must cross the austrian army and go and fight for the princes completed the derangement of his brain he drank a great deal and got into the diligence again we resumed our places in the coupe in the middle of the night we were startled by cries from the centre of the diligence some of the travellers putting their heads out at the window shouted stop stop then came a confusion of voices male and female get out citizen get out get down brute you cannot stay here he is a brigand get out get out we alighted also and saw st louis all scared thrown out of the diligence getting up again he stared round with his open somnambulistic eyes and then set off at full speed and without a hat in the direction of paris we could not call him back as we should have betrayed ourselves we were therefore obliged to leave him to his fate he was stopped and apprehended at the first village he came to and declared that he was valid to monsieur le comte de chateaubriand and that he lived in paris rue de bondy the patrol sent him from division to division to president rosambo and this unfortunate man's depositions served to prove our emigration and to send my brother and sister-in-law to the scaffold next morning at the general breakfast we had the pleasure of hearing the whole history twenty times over the man's imagination was entirely disturbed he dreamed aloud and said the strangest things he was doubtless a conspirator an assassin flying from justice the well-behaved citoyenne blushed and agitated their great fans of green paper a la constitution we easily recognised in these accounts the mingled effects of somnambulism fear and wine on arriving at lille we sought out the person who was to get us across the frontier the emigration had its agents of safety who in the end proved to be agents of perdition the monarchical party was still powerful the question in suspense and the weak and cowardly were contented we left lille before the gates were shut we then stopped at a retired house and did not set out on our way till ten o'clock when night was quite fallen we carried nothing with us but a little cane it was not more than a year since i followed my dutchman in the same style through the american forests we went through fields of corn across which wound paths but slightly traced the french and austrian patrols were scouring the country we might fall into the hands of one or the other or suddenly find ourselves close to the pistol of a vedette we caught glimpses every now and then at some distance of single horsemen motionless on their posts with arms ready for use we heard the tread of horses sounding in hollow ways and putting our ears to the ground could distinguish the regular sound of infantry marching after proceeding for about three hours sometimes running sometimes going slowly on tiptoe 
we reached a cross-road in a wood where some late nightingales were singing suddenly a company of soldiers who had been concealed behind a hedge rushed upon us with drawn sabres we cried we are officers going to join the princes and demanded to be taken to tournay declaring that we had the means of making ourselves known the command of the post placed us among his horsemen and carried us off when the day dawned the men perceived our uniform of national guards beneath our greatcoats and insulted the colours which france was soon to make vassal europe wear it was in the tournessi the primitive kingdom of the franks that clovis resided during the first years of his reign he left tournay with his companions when he was called to the conquest of gaul arms attract all rights to themselves says tacitus through this town from which the first king of the first race went out in the year four hundred and eighty six to found his long and powerful dynasty i passed in seventeen ninety two on my way to join the princes of the third race on a foreign soil and again in eighteen fourteen on my way back when the last king of the french quitted the kingdom of the first king of the franks omnia migrant on arriving at tournay i left my brother to encounter the authorities and under the garb of a soldier visited the cathedral in the olden time, Otho of Orléans, teaching canon of this cathedral, had sat during the night before its entrance, demonstrating the motions of the planets to his disciples, and indicating with his finger the Milky Way and the different stars. I should have been better pleased to find this simple astronomer at Tournay than Pandour. I have great taste for those old times of which the chronicles tell such things as that in the year 1049 in Normandy, a man was metamorphosed into an ass, a thing which as has been seen was very near happening to me under the tuition of the demoiselle coupard my instructors in the art of reading hildebert in the year eleven fourteen noticed a girl with heads of corn springing from her ears ceres perhaps the river meurs which i was soon about to cross was seen suspended in the air in the year eleven eighteen witness william of nangy and alberic rigord assures us that in the year eleven ninety four between compiegne and clermont in the district of beauvais there fell a shower of hail mingled with crows carrying lighted coals which set fire to what they fell on the tempest according to jervis of tilbury could not extinguish a candle placed on the window-sill of the priory of st michael of camisa he also tells us of a pure and beautiful fountain existing in the diocese of uzes which changed its place whenever anything unclean was thrown into it consciences in the present day are not so easily troubled reader i am not losing time as you may perhaps think i am chatting with you to prevent your being impatient during my brother's long negotiation here he is at last he has succeeded in explaining himself to the satisfaction of the austrian commandant and permission is granted us to go to brussels an exile purchased with too much care and trouble End of chapter five